Welcome to Luke and Lewis over Zoom. It's the bits of banger episode partially in Zoom. This is 50% in studio, 50% in Zoom. That's why the intro was normal, but also a little bit shit. Welcome to the show, guys. Mate, uh, it's uh, great in a to be back. Tub. Yeah, so Keelan's with you in studio, yet he's still chosen to sit in the bathtub that's in the yes. toilet. So why don't you just go home and sit in your own bath, mate? You guys don't have well, to be here. Well, I don't have power in my bathroom at home. You know what's, what's really off-putting is that Keelan is in the most <laughs> echoing bathroom in the world, and whenever he laughs, it sounds like a ghost is screaming. <laughs> you sound like sounds moaning like the, myrtle, mate. It's, it's actually haunted. <laughs> that's terrifying. That's really scary. That's freaking. That's freaking me out. Um, but Luke, where are you? I'm in Sydney at the moment. I had my uh, New South Wales shows last week. Ruben made it back. Uh, yep. I had to stay just in case um, the ACT changed their laws because you guys keep getting cases. Victoria yes. is crushing it right now still, which is great Man, to see. Melbourne is a little bit like R. Kelly. It's just case after case after case. <laughs> And when will it stop? Should we just cancel Melbourne? I mean, I have. I'm just boycotting Melbourne. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I've, I've packed in my head every every day. I read the news and I pack my bags. I visualize myself packing my suitcase and just leaving and never coming back. It's uh, mm. it's uh, it's happening. And I but, think uh, that closer to my tour, I'm going to get out. The <clears> last <throat> episode, I had a listen, and man, it was such a great experience because I felt like a real fan of the show. Uh, yeah. I got to listen to an episode I wasn't on, on the yeah. train. I was like, oh my God, I'm just such a regular person. It was the most down-to-earth experience. And yeah. uh, I kind of see the appeal of the show. Of the, of the show. Like, like you, I never like, really... Now that you're not in it, you understand why it might be good? Yeah, like I never really got it. Like I think neither of us did. We are like, this is... I don't know why people like this. And then, you know, like Keelan shitting on the disabled, getting up and mm. leaving throughout the episode, a bit of farts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit of fun while you're going about your day. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, I was kind of just eating coals and having a bit of a smirk along, and I feel like that must be pretty relatable to a lot of people listening. There might be someone listening now in coals. Yeah, <laughs> and then maybe, you know, what are you getting from coals? If you're, if you're at coals right now, what are you getting? What's in your basket? Sound off in the comment section below. We'd love to know. But yeah, um, and I got like the real, um, the real listener experience. Like as I got up to one of the, what I think was one of the good bits, I couldn't hear much of it because a bunch of school kids came on yeah. my train and mm. ruined it for me. So that's pretty relatable as yeah, well. That is... Trying to listen to something and then 18 year olds or 16 year olds came on and just started screaming. Boomer Luke awesome. has entered the chat. These bloody yeah. kids are ruining my podcast Mate, experience. The, the, yeah, I'm trying to listen to bloody ableist chat and some farts on my train, all right? <laughs> the least you kids could do is show a bit of respect. No, it was uh, a bit of fun, guys. So well done, Keelan. Thank you very much for uh, taking my place. Um, yeah. There was a few problematic things said. Yeah, a bit of a performance review, I think, uh, is is needed. Obviously, I gave Keelan a pretty good uh, halfway through and then post-performance review. Uh, Mm -hmm. As, uh, you know, the second half of the leadership team here at Luke and Lewis, why don't you give your own performance review for Keelan? As a co-host, I thought you were great. Really good, strong, Mm -hmm. and uh, if anything, was actually a pleasant surprise of me being gone. I was like, man, this Luke guy sucks. Keelan's great. (laughs) Yeah, I think everyone thought that, yeah. 
Yeah, but as a human being, a performance <laughs> review, you are a bad fucking person, man. Pick <laughs> yeah. up your dog shit. It's. I think it's getting tired on the show. Like you know how like whenever <laughs> Joey says something dumb in Friends yeah. by like season eight, you're like, all right, cool, man. We get it. You're stupid. At, at this point, like, when are you gonna shout? Gonna shout? When are you gonna shout? <laughs> when are you gonna shout, mate? When are you gonna pick up your dog shout? When are you gonna start showing respect? For people, it's kind of like becoming your trope on the show, and now I'm you're in a bathtub, kind of proving my point. <laughs> I'm just being the truest form of me I can be, <laughs> and if that is not picking up someone else's dog's shit, no, it's I'm your dog. You're it's walking it. That's dog. your problem. It's not my dog. It's a housemate's dog, not my dog. It's somebody else's dog shit. <laughs> Then Am don't walk it. Why don't you just send them a photo of, of where the dog shit? You go, hey, man, your dog pooed over here. Here's the coordinates. Come pick it up. I could. I mean, <laughs> I did, you know what it is with karma? I stood in that dog shit and trampled it in the house with me later that afternoon. Oh, so on the way back, you stood in its shit. <laughs> That's karma, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Killen probably thought it was funny. He was like, yeah, well, your dog shouldn't be shitting everywhere. So now it's in the house. Good on you. <laughs> and then Phoebe was really upset with me for bringing dog shit into a new car. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, you know, it would have been real karma if he slipped on a dog shit and became a paraplegic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would have had to park in his own spot. He would have been yeah, like, that would be some real self-esteem issues. I just hate myself. Mm. Uh, but yeah, other than that, it was a great episode. And um, definitely a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, speaking of a bit of fun, we've uh, we've had uh, an email in Keelan. Why don't you get the video ready? Uh, we mentioned uh, on a previous episode, uh, someone bought some Chicken Imp merch uh, and oh. sent it to us, sent us a photo of them with it. And I, I said that, look, as a, as a co-owner of the joint bank account, I said that <laughs> if they burned this Chicken Imp merch we would actually pay them an extra $10. So they get the money back and an extra $10. Now and they, I, no hesitation, responded immediately with a video that I haven't watched yet. Now I can confirm this is the guy who I met at my Wollongong show. So it's not That's someone good. trying to cash in on a free 10 bucks. Because we, is- did, we did say that, that you can't buy merch and then burn it and flip it. It is just for this one guy who's made an unfortunate error. So Luke, you can confirm that this is the guy. Yes, I. you can never forget the man with a mullet who shows up to your show wearing a chicken imp hoodie. <laughs> That's good. All right. All right, let's see what he does. It, it seems like they've made a fire just for this. Yeah, that's good. That's commitment. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's it's a pretty high quality hoodie. It's not really going up in flames too quickly. Yeah, that makes me really upset. Oh no, there it goes. There we go. Great. And and that's what happens to all chicken imp merch is it must be destroyed. So congratulations, mate. Send us a. We'll send you an email asking for your bank details. Fifty bucks for you, sir. That's a ten dollar profit. Well done. Yep. And, uh, and and just so you know, we can't afford that. So that's the kind of um, yeah yeah I guess dedication we show to hating chicken imp. 
Uh, the show is definitely not turning a profit at the moment. Mm. And uh, when you offered that on the last week's episode, I was shocked because you just did a budget the day before. We're like, man, we're going to stop just promising dumb shit on the show. <laughs> you were like, maybe Healy's was a mistake. And you're like, $70 yeah. to the person who burns the hoodie for 20 yeah. seconds of entertainment on the show. <laughs> yes, I, I, I totally get your concerns and I agree with them. However, I do not regret this. I think that sometimes, you know, you just have to make a positive impact on the world, even if it's not profitable. And I think that's almost charity work, what we're doing there, making people destroy that merch. It should never yeah. have been created in the first place. Yeah, great. Well, uh, that money will be uh, sent to you soon, mate. And, uh, and now I forgive him for coming to my show, disrespectfully yep. repping that merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So, Luke, you've been in Sydney. Anything interesting happening there? Uh, no, but uh, at my show in uh, Newcastle, something quite <coughs> peculiar happened. We were yeah. waiting. Uh, Ruben was there. He can confirm all the details. Mm-hmm. One of the most bizarre pre-show uh, meals I've ever been served. I always forget to eat. Uh, I do what you do. We both do it. Like it gets to 7 p.m. Doors are opening and I'm like, oh, haven't eaten since breakfast. Great. Yes. Uh, so then Meg runs down, orders me some chips and they go, no worries. We'll bring it back up. Ten minutes later. Uh, one of the staff members at the venue brings up the chips. Now, I'll yep. chuck a picture into the group chat just now. And mm-hmm. she delivered the chips saying the line, I've put salt on it for you, and then slightly smirked. Now, I still can't figure out if it was a joke or not. The picture okay. is going in the group chat now. Uh, just to describe it for audio listeners of what they're looking at, it's chips on a plate with about 15 sachets of salt dumped on the top. Not served with aioli or tomato sauce. We're talking the sachets that you get from hotels of sea salt. And what are they I doing? can't figure out still if she was joking or if this is how they actually serve chips at their venue. <laughs> that is so confusing. Right, it's surely, the biggest mystery of the week. Is that a joke? Maybe we should call the venue. Here's the, here's the thing. She did smirk, which suggested it was a joke, but I'm almost mm. 100% positive that is how they serve their chips. Well, were the chips salted at all? No, it was just like potato. It was weird. Right. And also, we only used about two to three to salt the chips, and I thought I oversalted them with three. Ruben put mm. on two, and I was no, like, I, I, put think, on, I think you put on two. I put on one. Yeah, you, Ruben put on many. one. I said, I want to have a heart attack today and put on two more. And mm. there was still 14 left over, which was still there the next night. That seems humorous. That seems a humorous amount of salt. Uh, I think that that's you know a little bit of evidence for a joke. But a lot of evidence against this being a joke was is just how completely unfunny this is as well. Yes. You know, have we considered that it's not funny at all? It's just kind of strange. Well, th- that's the thing. I, she delivered it like it was a joke, but yeah. then she served it like it was real. Right. She was like, this is how we do chips. And I've never even seen chips served on a plate before like that. Well, maybe, maybe, okay, to get to the bottom of this, we need to send one of the listeners to go order a bowl of chips at this place and see how it comes out. Yeah, right. And also, this is another... Yeah, we were supposed to do that the second night, but we forgot. Um, okay, well, what's, to, what's, what's the place? Um, the Merriweather South, Souths Club. I don't know. Uh, All right. Well, get down to the Merriweather Souths Club, order yeah, a bowl of chips as normally chips? as possible, 
Don't wear any Luke and Lewis merch. This is strictly an undercover mission. Order some yeah. chips and send us a photo of how they came out. And do they deliver the uh, quip every time they serve it? We salted them for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then walk away. That's mm. That'd be very interesting to know. But yeah, it was very confusing. Uh, we're all just staring at this plate baffled for about 10 minutes. It was all I was thinking about during <laughs> the show. That's for sure. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I was like, and then I could see the girl working behind the bar during my show. And I was like, oh, is she joking? And I was like trying to get a gauge of if she had a good sense of humor during mm. my show to like conduct further investigation. Well, I'll, I'll, probably not. If that was a joke, I would say she doesn't have yeah, a good she sense was, of like, humor. Kind of smirking at my show, but maybe she yeah. just smirks a lot. I don't know. Or maybe that's her natural face. It's just a smirk. Mm. But uh, here's another thing I've checked in the group chat. Um, Sydney have toilets for fatties. And they're everywhere. I thought it was just at one Italian restaurant for all the porkers eating pasta, but it was at the central station. (laughs) (laughs) They have round toilet seats. They're completely circle. Isn't that bizarre? That is. But is that for fat people? Is that. I guess it's a lot wider. Maybe it is. I reckon you'd fall in. Yeah. Yeah, that looks dangerous for me. Actually, you know, I think you're right because. The plastic toilet seat is is could accommodate a wide person or a narrow person. Yes, because That's, how much like how your asshole's never bigger than the the seat, mm. so I don't get why they need to do round ones. That's probably that, well, maybe it's for it's just for people with huge assholes. That could be like I mean <laughs> that could be John Barilaro's decision, perhaps as, as a massive asshole. Yeah, maybe right. that's his his move. He's in control of Sydney. Yeah, he does uh, like to help his friends uh, with his power. So perhaps maybe his mm. friends have big butts too. I don't know. It's very strange. But those are be my the two things that have happened. So it's been a pretty hectic week. Maybe that's the type of toilet you need if you're salting your chips that much down perhaps. in Sydney. That could be that could be regular behaviour. Yeah. So um. I don't know what you do in New South Wales, but I get regular sized toilet seats. That blew my mind. It's like when you go to another country and you realize they shit on the ground and you're like, Jesus Christ. It felt a bit like that, but it was about an hour flight away. It was very confusing. Uh, I've had uh, I've had some... Uh, I've been having a paranoia moment ever since I uploaded this video about uh, John Barillaro and Friendly Geordies. Uh, yeah. I put out the video. You know, if you don't know... Catch up on speed briefly. Uh, one of Friendly Geordie's uh, producers was arrested by the Fixated Persons Unit, an anti-terror unit, uh, seemingly uh, or apparently on uh, command of John Barillaro, who's the uh, the New South Wales uh, Deputy Premier. Is that what his title is? Um, and uh, so I made a video about this and so did uh, Isaac and uh, so has Jordan himself and a bunch of other people as well. Everyone's really angry about it, even people who don't like Jordan. Um, but I, uh, immediately after uploading this video, uh, I was blocked by John Barillaro on Twitter. Coward. Okay. Really? Yeah. Blocked by a politician who, who represents the country. Good on you. Uh, and my entire channel on YouTube was demonetized. The whole channel. Not like yellow. Like the, some, with YouTube, you'll get a green sign, which is monetized fully. A yellow sign, which is it will make money off some things, like riskier companies will put ads, but you make way less money. And then there's off, nothing. Every single video on my channel was turned off about five minutes after I uploaded that video. Um, this bloke is well-connected. He knows people I know. at Google. 
I, I don't know. Crazy. I don't know if that's what's happened, but it's, you know, that's what it seems like. Perhaps that could have happened. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but I've been talking to YouTube about it and I, it seems, it seems <laughs> to be an error, uh, but it was off like from the minute it was uploaded and, and it just got turned on again today, but I've had no confirmation or any reason why that happened at all. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty content to say it was definitely John Barillaro. He must be he must he must know Susan Wojcicki. That's crazy. This seems like um, yeah. It it just it seems like one of those like he can't handle just criticism. He it seems like a bully that like when he's getting in when he's getting it back, he's like, oh, I don't like how it feels. You know, yes. he just he doesn't like it back. It's really weird how he. It seems like he overreacts to everything. Like like snaps his fingers and to make things go away. It's bizarre. I think so. It, it is. It is weird. Like I've never mentioned the dude on social media or anything, but like to criticize him once and get block and then get blocked on social media, I feel like is something a politician should not be able to do. If someone's like threatening you and harassing you and with and with violent shit, sure. But I don't think a politician should be able to block someone who is like criticizing them on social media. Uh, like Trump got uh, in trouble for that as well, like blocking American citizens. They, I think they deemed it there almost illegal for him to do that because it's... Why? Well, because you it's need to see... a private company. Well, he's not a private company. He's the president No, no, but Twitter is you can do whatever you want. It's your own profile, right? Yeah, but it's also like the people need to see what their leaders are up to, I think. I think that... As you know, a, a politician's social media account is basically a news source for the leaders of the country. I don't think they should be able to block people unless they're being like you know threatened or or harassed or anything like that. Like if you go, hey, I don't I don't agree with your idea, and then you get blocked, and now you can't find out what the politician that res- represents your area is up to. I feel like mm. that's not. Not something that should be allowed. <laughs> My favorite part of the video was a very good video you did on it, and it was very important. And uh, <clears throat> I pretty much agree with everything you said. My favorite part was just you're like, and he looks like a meatball, allegedly. Oh, and then no. the next 30 seconds behind you on the green screen is just a big meatball after you've just moved on. And he must have watched that and been like, get the meatball off the fucking screen, you dog. <laughs> and yeah, I that, reckon it was that at that moment that he blocked you after you didn't remove the meatball. And I think that was Keelan's doing. So now, Keelan, you're going to be arrested in your own home because that's how he reacts to things. Um, so well, that's that's that. actually why I made the video is that it seems like whoever is is like in charge of the YouTube channel will not get arrested, but whoever edits it does get arrested. So yeah. that's why I made the video uh, just to send Keelan on a bit of a holiday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Keelan's just going to be in his bathtub watching some VHS tapes going like just real confused one day when they come in. But that's the thing. They'll go to arrest Keelan in his own home and they'll like won't be able to get through the fucking door. There'll be just like piles and piles of boxes of mistakes yeah. just up against the door. <laughs> Did you say How was mistakes? it? Well, yes, because you said that you didn't want to come home to 600 VHS tapes. Yeah, that's, I that? really want to get into this, Keelan, is is now, you know, you've been in Canberra for, for over a month. You've been away from the VHS tapes for over a month. It looks like you didn't buy any when you were in... Because when we were in Gold Coast, you were Googling, like, mm-hmm. vintage stores. You were really excited. You're like, man, I'm excited to go to Gold Coast. I can check out all these vintage stores that are really good. You didn't yeah. do that. Uh, and then you've been away from the tapes for a month. You've been properly detoxed. It's a bit of a VHS tape rehab. 
What are your thoughts on your massive 600 plus VHS tape collection now? Actually, it was really cool to come back and I got to explore this box of VHSs I have that I hadn't gone through yet. Oh, no. And it was just of 1999 to 2005, Channel 7 and Channel 10 recordings. What? So you were seeing was... free-to-air TV from 20 years ago. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really cool. With the ads. But mind you, after <laughs> about an hour of doing that, I haven't touched the VCR since. So, uh, yeah, waste, I guess. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> so... Do you have any any plan of action with this at all, or are you just going to like deal with it? I think I'm moving out in a couple of weeks, so maybe I'll just give all my tapes away then. To who? Away. I don't know where I got them. You're making out like there's another you that would want them. There is. There's plenty of people who want them. I get messages all the time with people going, I have this, I can trade with you. I have this tape, I have that tape. Hang on, so people who listen to the show or just random people online? Uh, I think, I assume they listen to the show. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> That's disappointing. That we have uh, a bunch of those people. I hope you yeah, haven't but, inspired but Lewis, them. Does yeah. it surprise you at all? Not at no, not at not all. Disappointing, I, not surprising. No, not at all. I wa- there was a lot of really cool tapes, like on Marketplace and Facebook in Canberra, but I didn't have a car up there, and Phoebe wouldn't let me take her car to drive and buy VHSs. That's so good. good. Well done, Phoebe. If you're listening, I I absolutely approve of that. Well done. Thank yeah. you for taking control of our son. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's we're away and things got out of hand. Uh, I've been doing something worse than the VHS thing. I've been watching current free-to-air TV since oh. we've been away. And uh, Reese and I, over the tour, we forgot our Viva La Bam DVD on this leg, which we usually watch <laughs> after shows. Uh, because but, hotels- So you've made it that far through Jackass that you're now <laughs> onto the spin-off solo shows like yeah, Viva dude. La Bam? Yeah, it's so good. And um, just watching him bash Phil Majera is so sick. Just beat up yeah. his dad for uh, two seasons. Um, we started watching late night infomercials. Like every night after a show, we just get home and we watch. And these ads, they go for half an hour. No, right? the ads was, are sick. I like the it's ads. It's so good, man. And then we turned it over the other night. Ruben was there. Wasn't having a bar of it. We started watching <laughs> this bra ad. Where it's like this <laughs> this hectic bra that gets a lot of lift. It's on one on one thirty a.m. till two. We're all yeah. sitting there and we're just that's like, for oh. like really fat old ladies who they've got huge big fat tits that are down to their knees. They can't sleep because it's they, they get tangled up in their elbows and they go, yeah. man, I just need a solution. And they see the Wonder Bra. Yeah, but we were sitting there watching this and we're like, dude, guys must be jerking it to this right now. All across the country. It's 1.30 a.m. It's yeah. half an hour of women going... Or oh, trying uh, to fit their tits into stuff. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Br-. And then it comes up with like the bad bra where it's like... Where all their tits yeah. are hanging out. I'm like, dude, that's the money shot for lonely dudes. <laughs> it's it's just insane. And then we'd flick between the two and there's like a heater one going. There was yeah. this great one about a, a car. So that's actually become my life. I've become 45 to 70 since I've moved here. That's I've hit good. a new demo. It's crazy. I, I really, I really like that. Like, I'm, I'm really loving, like, you know, H cup titty old lady Luke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so am I. It's, it's great <laughs> to be here. I didn't know what I was missing. <laughs> I um, got some big bazonkers. 
So uh, another thing that uh, has a, another development with the show, um, which we'll get Ruben, into. Ruben looked at me so fucking disappointedly when I said big bazonkers. He just said, come you on. Can't, you can't tell who I'm looking at on this screen. I was looking at you. It That's was pretty obvious, me. mate. I'm yeah. hearing music. Is anyone else hearing music? No, I think oh, yeah, it's my phone. Oh, maybe. Sorry. Oh, I have to move my car. Keep going. Uh, okay, Ruben has to move his car. Um so I wanted to talk about something very important right after these messages. Luke, use what you've learned. Guys, for the next half an hour, I'm going to tell you about <laughs> Nobby underwear. Now, hey, random on the street, how are you going? Oh, my, my, my balls are twisted and my nuts ache. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing uncomfortable underwear and I can't sleep. It's 1.30 a.m. My nuts are in pain. Because of my underwear, please help. Keelan's well, finding this very relatable. My balls are hurting. Well, mate, oh boy, do I have the solution for you. And if you were to save $5 when you join the Underclub, use code SOUNDOFF and we'll get you there. Now, this is totally unscripted. So, let's cut to a random person. Hey, how are your bazonkers feeling? Your, your boobies. My honestly, my titties are twisted and they hurt. They hang far too low, and uh, and it, and it really makes it difficult to do things like hang out the washing. I try and <laughs> I try and move my arms up to hang out, peg out the washing, and then my tits get caught in my elbows and I can't lift them up. If I raise my arms any higher, it'll rip off my breasts, and I don't have the shoulder strength. Someone help! I need a well, better bra. Instead of pegging your titties to that line, why don't you? <laughs> Join Nobby Underwear, which they sell female stuff too for girls and boys, and it's the best underwear of all time. Oh, what? only 28 minutes to go. We're just getting started. Now let's get these four people to tell you about how good Nobby Underwear is. Hey, guy with long hair who looks like Lord Farquaad, how, how have you found Nobby Underwear? Well, let me tell you all about Nobby Underwear. I love that brand, and it's because of my giant slong that yeah. doesn't fit in any other underwear. The, correct. And here's a graph showing the length of his giant slong <laughs> inside a knobby underwear. Mm. Now, uh, are we also sponsored by another brand today? Hi, I'm Lewis Spears, and not only are my nuts twisted, they're also absolutely <laughs> festy because I need a new pube shaver. And when my nuts get twisted up, uh, it hurts because so my pubes also get tangled. I have dreadlocks down there. Please help because I'm using a bad, cheap, low-quality shaver. Uh, and also my asshole hurts because I shaved it and now it rubs together because I used a low-quality shaver. Can you edit me to be black and white for this bit? Uh, this sucks. They do do that because yeah, like the do negative do. bit, they put a sepia tone on it so mm. you can tell that it's bad. And then when they show the product, it becomes colorful again, yes. just like in The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's great filmmaking. Um, use code uh, SOUNDOFF to get 20% off shipping, Lewis. 20% oh, off and free shipping. And free shipping. Uh, that would be a bad deal if they just gave you 20% <laughs> off the shipping. <laughs> yeah, sh shipping will be slightly cheaper. And you, Lewis, you can get the uh, Lawnmower 3.0. It's the best what? goddamn shaver in the world. Yeah, so now that your knickers are no longer in a knot, neither will your pubes because you won't bloody Thanks, have any. Thanks, Manscaped. 
Yeah, well, uh, that's fine, man. You're welcome. I am Manscaped. So go to manscaped.com, use that great deal, and now here's 26 minutes uh, just saying the same thing over and over. The first 10 people to call uh, will get the same deal. The same with the last people. Please use the code. Sound off. Great. Guys, support the brands and support our show. That's how we continue to do what we do. Um, Jeez, that was quick. That you was, sure you don't want to do another 26 half. minutes? Maybe we'll do it on Patreon. Uh, we would never be able to get onto iShop TV then. You know, there's like four shopping channels. It's fucking wild. It is a real talent for those guys to just do... Like, some people look at you and I when we do solo podcasts and like, man, how do you talk by yourself for an hour? And we go, oh, well, if you have like 10 topics, it's pretty easy. Yeah. One you try, topic. You try talking about a blender for 28 minutes. Yeah. Good luck. It's not even really a topic. Like if you talked about, you know, uh, John Barillaro versus Friendly Geordies, you could talk about politics as a whole. You got to talk about a fucking blender. Not all yeah. blenders, one, one blender. But you can comp- uh, compare it to our uh, uh, unnamed uh, brands of blender and say that mm. yours is better. They do that a fair bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I'm um, a big what's fan of the latter ads? This oh, yeah, because so they good. go, do you fall off your ladders? And they have some old person going, ugh, ugh, ugh. it's really good. Those those ads should just end with, don't use a ladder anymore. Call a tradie. You're too old. Yeah. <laughs> um, something that's, uh, obviously, guys, the, the show is cursed. We know this now. We've confirmed this. Uh, and the curse hasn't reared its ugly head for a while now until recently. Mm. Keelan, if you pull up the video here, uh, the... Oh, I don't- have that video. <laughs> you. The cur- Keelan is our curse. <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys said you had it. You, no one sent it to me. It was months oh, ago. Yeah, all right. It was in the group chat ages ago if you scroll I'll, up. I'll scroll. I'll, you just... Yeah, I'll find it. You guys just make time. Ever since yeah. starting to use the lawnmower 3.0, <laughs> I don't have to wipe my asshole. Mm. <laughs> You know what's great is I feel like when Keelan looked at us then, it was like we were actually disrupting him in the bath. He was like, (laughs) this is my me time. How dare you get me to do some work? (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, I've got a quick story. I fucked up again on stage. It's just classic. I wasn't even going to tell Get some fucking glasses. (laughs) Yeah, it's not even that because it was so well lit. I have no excuse. I think I'm just a bad person. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, which our audience loves, by the way. Improve who you are on the inside. Yeah, I'm pretty much like Keelan if he had a huge platform and people came to see him live and he was just impulsively said things. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, there was a guy wearing a a Super Mario Bros. shirt at my show Mm -hmm. uh, and I saw a receding hairline and (laughs) he was sitting next to an 18-year-old, which I get a lot at my shows. Yeah. And I thought, oh... I was like, oh, so you his dad? <laughs> just goes, nah. And I was like, oh, who are you here with? And then he just made it way worse. And he goes, oh, by myself. Yeah. And I go, oh, cool. And then I go, and then I could have just stopped there. And I just yeah. dug myself a hole. And I, I, I think out loud a lot. And I go, yeah. oh, sorry, man. I saw your receding hairline and, and assumed. 
<laughs> okay, there's crowd work and then it's just being mean. It wasn't funny. Like, it, I can tell you this. It wasn't funny. I, I don't think I was really trying to be. I was just yeah. trying to explain my reasoning. And then as I was doing that, it was like, oh, mm. that made it way worse. I thought yeah. it would help me. I was like, oh, yeah. everyone will forgive me because... From my perspective, I made an honest mistake <laughs> for judging his uh, solar panel five head. But, uh, uh, he was a lovely guy afterwards. And uh, yeah, he said, I look forward to hearing about that on the podcast. So there you go, mate. Uh- <laughs> Shave it off, dude. Just give it up. If the comedian is thinking that you're a dad, you would look younger, bald. He was just strategically shouldn't have sat next to uh, one of my TikTok fans. You know, it kind of it made him look older than he was as well. Yeah, that to... is that is an issue. Like at York shows, there's a bunch of people that are like our age, but then there's also a bunch of people that are like you know 15 to 18. It's a real weird yeah. mix of of people. It really is. It's very strange. You get he was like I think he was only 33. Like he wasn't even old. Like mm. I'm just a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> someone absolutely wrecked Ruben two nights in a row. He got the same Brutal. heckle. At the same part of the show, it was truly shocking. From and different th- people. Different people, different okay. nights. And I thought it must have been some reference from the podcast or something. We couldn't figure it out. We don't think it is. I think people, everyone's just assholes who listens to the show. You <laughs> okay, Ruben getting story, bullied. Ruben. I'm all for it. Uh, so, yeah, I was on stage the first night. Yeah. And I have this line. I'm talking about texting and driving. Yes. And I say... Put yourself in my shoes. That's the line. Yeah. And someone yells out, pretty small shoes. <laughs> Dude, the first night it was like pretty uncalled for. The that's first night, good. No, but the first night we like all had a laugh. Like that's pretty uncalled for. Oh, well, what a random heckle. The yeah. second night it gets to the same part in the show. He goes, put yourself in my shoes. From the different side of the room, completely different show. Someone just goes, small shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, the second one was actually quite quiet. Yeah. It was like front row. And a few people heard it and started to snicker. Yeah. I heard it and I was like, this is surreal. There's no way it's <laughs> happened again. Really and I had weird. to address it because I could see people mm. laughing and because it was just so bizarre. It's that is p- that is like um, one of the first things I noticed about you when I met you was really small shoes. <laughs> like what size are they? Like a five? Women's? No, they're a regular. They're not even that small. That's what size the are they? Uh, I think they're a nine or a ten. Nine or a ten in kids, yeah. <laughs> no, in men's. The, the problem was that <laughs> like he's not only just serving a smart ass like an absolute, mm. uh, just, he's just serving them up like a way to dunk in his face to anyone yeah. who has uh, high levels of disrespect. But also the way the crowd just laughed each night, like someone said small shoes and it just crushed. Like very rarely do heckles get a huge response from the mm. audience. Often yeah. people are like, oh, that was kind of lame or it just to destroy it's, both It nights. is like the unicorn of heckles where... Where, you know, we'll do hundreds of shows a year and hecklers will never be appreciated by the audience. But there is always one that just, that is just, that just gets yelled out. And then the comedian goes, well, well, fuck, I don't have anything better than that. <laughs> and Ruben, I now realize mm. that, uh, in, uh, in, now that we've brought this up on the show, you mm. will have to cut that line from your I have set. to change the line. Well, you saw <laughs> me 
do a gig on Monday and you probably noticed I didn't say that line. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been cut. Uh, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> or alternatively, if you are in love with the line, yeah. you could instead wear really big clown shoes to every yeah. show you do. And then, yeah. you know, someone will go, pretty big shoes. Yeah, or I could just say the line myself, potentially. That's that's also a, a good one, is if, if someone, like, really burns you, whether it's on stage or off, you just go, my joke now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's about me. No one else could say it. <laughs> All right, we have up the uh, the curse video. So... Someone, this came up on uh, one of the Facebook groups, Dashcams Australia, I believe it is. Or yeah, Dashcam Dash Owners Australia, which is one of the biggest uh, pages uh, on Facebook uh, of just that just like shows people having like you know minor to almost serious car accidents. No one's hurt in this, uh, I I believe. Uh, but you know we didn't really think anything of this at all until we started getting tagged in it again and again and again. And uh, I think this is you know. Literally, this is the first time we've ever had video evidence of the Luke and yeah. Lewis curse in real time. So let's just watch this. It's a dash cam. Just enjoy. And, and really listen listen to what is playing in the background as the crash happens. Mm-hmm. And so did she. But she wasn't just beatboxing. She was like, really? And started just doing the most weirdest shit we've ever seen in our lives. Denny's trying to film it on her phone. She dropped to her knees. Like, I posted this on my Instagram. If you go, go on my Instagram or my Facebook. Just T-bone while our show is playing. Now, if our show hadn't have been playing, say if they had another podcast on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps uh, Hamish and Andy or what's another podcast? Tom and Frenchie. Yep. Just that w- probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. 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 And and that's, you know, that's the first time that we've had video evidence of the curse existing. You know, this is like historical footage. This is like a ghost caught on camera. We've never had this before. Uh, so, man, you know, if there were any doubters, which I don't think there are, like every every few episodes we just oh, have no, it's more real. and more evidence. It's 100% yeah. real. Seeing that actually got me thinking, like, how many people do you think have died while Kyle and Jackie O are on their radio? Oh, heaps. The last thing that a bunch mm. of people have ever heard was just Kyle... Kyle being a piece of shit to some listener and yeah. just like telling them to have a small cock and then bang. And that's the way they went out. See that that's, I, I always think like, that's why, you know, you really want to have Spotify premium. Cause imagine if the last thing you ever heard was like an ad for audible way too loud. Yeah. Like that, that's how you're going to go get premium dude. Yeah, it's true. And it's, it's a great message for everyone. And, and, People have almost died listening to our show. So, like, shows that have been running for ages, like radio yeah. shows and stuff, like Kyle and Jackie O, they've been going for years. Uh, yeah, maybe a curse as well. But perhaps it's not a curse. Perhaps people just die a lot. Well, no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, our show's cursed. I think that's, you know, a radio show, is that's just going to happen. I just wonder, like, what's, what's you know, how yeah, many people's show's... last moments was Kyle and Jackie O having an argument? Uh, yeah, but I just feel like our show's too niche to have this many. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, I think it's it's far too small to have, mm. like, we already have one death. He came back to life, but, you know, that still counts. That's one. 
Yeah. Um, and also just a, a quick update uh, as well um, before we... Oh, this is a nothing to do with the curse, but mm. just in general. Uh, a lot of people RSVPing now that they're not coming to Gimpfest at my shows, which is very helpful. Still a lot of people coming. It's actually about a 50-50 hit rate. Well, you're officially out of the four-hour radius. Oh, yeah, right? I'm in so, Sydney. It's a huge drive up to Gympie. It's probably 12 so, hours yeah, away. Yeah, you're, you're officially in optional territory. So yeah. to have... It seemed like within the four-hour radius of mandatory attendance, if you're within four hours of Gympie, you must attend Gimpfest next year. Yeah. Everyone was abiding by it, uh, which is great. But then to also have people who are in the optional zone, 50% of those people saying that they will come. Yeah. We uh, we might need to book a few nights. Oh, dude, I, the matinee at this point is just going to be definitely going ahead. And I don't know how comedy will go at 8 a.m., but we might have to do a, a dawn show. Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> we might have to do a dawn service at Gimpy just to cater for demand. <laughs> Wouldn't a that be crazy? <laughs> I, yeah, Wouldn't that's... that be crazy? That would be... Like, imagine if... You know, because we're already looking at this, like, a thousand compared to the size of shows that you and I have done individually is... Fucking mind blowing to then yeah. look at. Oh well, maybe we might have to do that three times. <laughs> That's three thousand in fucking Gimpy. I'm that not joking. Could happen. It's actually realistic, and also I think uh, upon the uh, inspecting the emails that they the venue runs the thousand seater at that Pavilion Stadium thing, but also runs the six hundred seater Civic Theater. I think it's called. They mm -hmm. think they want to move us because we're a performance-based thing into the 600-seater. So if we might have to just do a week run. I'm not sure what's going to happen yet, but I don't think there is a venue in Gympie that is actually able to hold the high amounts of demand of Gimpfest. It's crazy. And, and I think we, we have, have to make to it... build an, a purpose-built arena. Well, it's going to have to be an honesty system where if you have tickets for the uh, main show, the headline night show, you're not allowed to buy tickets until the day of for the matinee. Yeah, you know, if there's tickets left on the door, great. Come to come to both, but you can't just be coming to all three shows. You can't come to the dawn service, the matinee, and the headline. Or maybe we could sell like like a triple pass or something like that. Yeah, I mean, a, 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 you know, a but weekend. You're gonna pass. have to pay big bucks for the for the triple pass. That's crazy to come to all three. Yeah, dude, we're gonna we're gonna have to set set up some affiliate code with a with a caravan park. You know, yeah, get some discounts with the hotels. The locals are going to be confused at the traffic on that weekend. You know where that bakery that we went to and said that it was really good? We're actually we were, going to have to call them the week before and be like, stock the fuck up on pies. Stock the fuck up because you're going to have lines out the door. Or you can eat pizza. That we're, Let's try and eat them out of pizza. Absolutely. Why don't... I <laughs> Why don't we get everyone who comes to Gimfest to queue up and see if we can eat all the all you can eat? Let's uh, oh, actually yeah. do it. No one's probably ever eaten out a pizza hut before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. I reckon we can just clear everything from Gimpy, just like make all the stores just sell out of all I think you shit. could. If you're there for a weekend, we can go Target 1, Pizza Hut. Target 2, yep. Awesome Bakery. Yep, just hit up Lowe's, clean them out of tradie wear. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, I oh, think that's going to be great. 
Um, yeah, so Gimfest, the hype is still alive. I know we haven't been talking about it much on the show because it is uh, still, uh, you know, just just under a year away. But, Very far in advance. But just the hype when I meet people walking down the street and stuff, because I know you've been in lockdown. Mate, we'll yep. just be walking through Sydney and people will run up to us and... They, they, usually people go, big fan of the show. Now they just RSVP to Gimfest and keep on walking. It's That's great. great. That's incredible stuff. I'm very excited and, and I know this hype will continue for what will be o- o- almost a year. So I'm yeah. very excited for it. Um, if, you, if you want to wrap up the episode, Luke, I'm going to pop out for one second. Oh, there's one thing that we can talk about before we... Oh, I mean, Lewis has just popped out. I think he's uh, maybe coming towards the bathroom is uh, what I suspect is happening. But uh, what was the one thing? <laughs> what was the one thing before? <laughs> All right. Hang on. Let me move. Hang on. Did you still get scared? <laughs> I told you he was coming. How are you struggling that much to get out of the bath? <laughs> Is this good? Um, yeah, what was the one thing, Keelan? Um, before we I go, just, I just wanted to say in the group chat yesterday afternoon, Lewis made a really big deal about how we have to get here early. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to talk mm. about this as well uh, and start recording. I've got the screenshot. Hang on. He says, "Have to get in a little bit early tomorrow. I have a call at one thirty. Yeah, made it very clear how early you wanted to get here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I made a really big deal about that, and I told everyone there." on time um, and you know obviously that didn't happen I, I woke up at nine o'clock and texted Lewis and said I'll be at your house in 15 minutes yeah. mm-hmm. and then I got to your house and then what happened well uh, let's look at that let's talk about now uh, <laughs> what time did we arrive Keelan yeah. 11 was Lewis so conscious when you 11. rocked up to his house I waited 45 minutes out the front of Lewis's house <laughs> I was calling and texting him for 45 minutes. You should have just gone home and waited. That's that's on you. Went and got breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) And and I I, I wanted to just say that I think that we've been really punctual and really on time for a very long time. But the minute Ruben gets back from Montour with Luke, all of a sudden we're starting an hour and 15 minutes. Um, Fuck you. You know what? You know what? I was on time at 10 a.m. No, shut the fuck up, Lewis. (laughs) Not only was I on time, but I had to fucking brave the alarm of this godforsaken building and i genuinely have ptsd yeah we, we getting we alarmed twice i was fucking shaking as i put the code in you know how much he hates that alarm uh sometimes dude sometimes i get there at like 11 15 obviously i'm late and then uh Ruben's just outside and I go, oh, is no one else here? And he goes, I don't know. I didn't want to try the door. <laughs> he just waits outside until someone else shows up to let him, like to go in with him because he doesn't want to do it alone. It's so scary. That's and crazy. Luke, you haven't experienced the alarm. No, I don't think I have. Traumatized. I, I, I chose. I'm yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> well, so right. Do it again. Well, um, I'm glad. Uh, So thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your support. Uh, uh, yeah, 
is your audio even getting picked up? You can't even hear you, really. Huh? You're, you know, you're, you're, you've been talking this whole time and we can hear you through Keelan's AirPods. <laughs> so should I do the wrap up? Yeah, maybe you do the wrap up. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Make sure to subscribe to YouTube Shorts channel. Um, <laughs> and support us on Patreon. Goodbye. Bye. Hello. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>